For everybody listening, welcome to the School for Good Living. Here is a special episode. For lack of a better name, I'm calling the COVID cast. This is a bit of an experiment that my producer, Dallin, and I, who's here with us. Want to say hi, Dallin? Hey there, guys. Dallin and I thought it might be worthwhile to put together a brief episode for each day for the next seven days. As we record this, it is Wednesday, March 25th happens to be my parents' wedding anniversary. Happy anniversary, Mom. And the COVID pandemic is going on, as I'm sure you're well aware. I don't recall anything like this that has united humanity in quite the same way. The point of this podcast is twofold. One is to share something from the School for Good Living's Life's Best Practices curriculum that might benefit you as you are doing whatever you're doing. And then the second thing is something that we can take as hope, something that we can choose to consciously focus our attention on instead of the news cycle. Dallin, before we go any further, what do you want to say right here? These are really crazy times. How often do you have the world experiencing the same exact event? And yeah. I would have to say it's, it's war, and usually it's not globally, but this is one of those few instances where somebody in Spain and somebody in Russia and somebody in Kentucky can go through the same feelings, same experiences. Yeah. Let's jump into an idea, a concept, a practice from the School for Good Living Life's Best Practices curriculum. For anybody listening who's not familiar with this, this is something that I developed as a way of improving the quality of my own life. It's often said we teach what we need to know. And that is something that I've shared as I found these things worked for me. I've shared them with my coaching clients and others. Many people that I share them with find they are, in fact, useful. I've opened up the program and looked at the 17 different courses. And the one that I've turned to today is the course on presence. And there's a few takeaways from this course, but I want to turn to the one that is called your only point of power is in the present. We can learn from the past and we can anticipate the future. We can plan, we can prepare, we can strategize. We can also worry. And it doesn't always serve us to go into the future, especially when we do it unconsciously. Dallin, one thing that I've been struck by is how in some ways, although this situation is, of course, very challenging, in other ways, it's really not different from what we face every day already. There's already only 24 hours in a day, 1,440 minutes, and you know there's limited resources, limited energy. There's stuff we don't know. There's an amount of ambiguity. So in some ways, the situation we find ourselves in with this coronavirus and COVID-19 is not actually all that different from what we experience in a normal day. It's new. And of course, this is a matter of life and death for, for many people. But in other ways, this situation is fundamentally the same to what we were living six years ago. Oh, very true. When uh, my son was diagnosed with autism, I remember that day with my wife and, and hearing that news. And that day was really the same as the, as the day before. And the day after was really the same. It was, but it was certainly my attitude and the way I was taking on the world was very different. My perception had shifted. And in a similar way, I go outside today, sun shining, birds are tweeting, 
it's all great, but how does it, the news kind of shape my feeling on what the day is? Your only point of power is in the present moment, really understanding that we do put our attention somewhere, whether it's conscious or unconscious, and life is always inviting us to grow. And I love what Ken Keyes Jr. says is that everything is perfect either for your enjoyment or your growth. And for the things that we find pleasant, the things that are you know, easy to enjoy, of course it's easy to be grateful for those. And the things that kind of suck, whatever those might be, and there's degrees of that, but this idea that our attention is somewhere, is it wherever it is, deliberately or not, using this as an opportunity to really cultivate a greater awareness of that and the practice of that, putting it somewhere that will serve us on how we can remain healthy and keep our immune system strong, how we can serve others, what we can learn, and the certainty we can create for others as well. Peter Diamandis talked about, look, there's two pandemics going on here. There's the one that's the coronavirus, and then there's the pandemic of fear. And fear is a totally natural response when things are uncertain or things are changing. But the paradox there to me is that each of us has the ability, even in some small way, perhaps, to create certainty for ourselves and also for others. I think about what one of my podcast guests, Paul Hawkins, said, where he said, hope is the pretty mask of fear. If I said, what gives me hope right now is yesterday the state of Utah released a plan called Utah Leads Together. Part of what I love about this plan is that it's contemplating two things. One is the health and well-being of the citizens of Utah, and two is the economic well-being. What should we do? What should we not do? And some timeframes and measures of success, by the way. So to me, it has all the hallmarks of what an effective leader does. Not that this is Gary Herber. He iterated a couple times that this is our plan. What I love about this and what gives me hope about it is that it does start to quantify things and help bring some certainty or at least points at which to aim. The paradox of it is that every one of us have the ability to, to generate certainty, to create it for ourselves and others. That gives me hope. Dallin, what gives you hope? Along the same lines, I didn't hear the Governor Herbert speaking or sharing that plan, but I did hear Governor Cuomo today and the details were interesting and they were helpful, but a lot of it was just in, in the confidence in which he spoke and the motivational way in which he spoke. He reminded them of who they are. Yeah. And I think sometimes when we get into our future has shifted or all of a sudden we're not on the track we were on, we forget who we are. And I think him reminding everyone, which reminded me, that brought me home. Reminded yeah. me that we can do this. We do great things. That's what we do. We do. It's, it's pretty amazing. And, and we'll survive this. As we know, this is not an extinction event. This will change the way we live in ways that we probably can't yet anticipate. But what you were saying there just reminded me, too, of great leaders. You know, people can say things that make us feel good, but I think the really great leaders can also share with us the truth. Absolutely. In, right, in an empowering way. And my brother, in a conversation today, shared with me this idea of what's called the Stockdale paradox. This idea of not confusing 
the faith that you will prevail in the end with the discipline to confront the most brutal facts of your current reality, whatever they might be. So looking at the truth of where we are, but also the possibility of where, where we can be. I like that. I think people are willing to accept hard things if you're able to give them insight about how to get out of those hard things. Yeah, I agree. And each of us can, can do that and be that for ourselves and for others. So just to maybe wrap up where we began, this idea of presence, practicing presence, using this challenging time as a way to cultivate greater awareness, recognizing our only point of power is in the present moment, not beating ourselves up for the times we might find ourselves binge eating, binge watching, <laughs> avoiding, you know, these kinds of things, but instead to just notice it without judgment, maybe with curiosity. And then if we want, we always can make another choice. We can put our attention somewhere else. We can make a more empowered and empowering choice. Final word from you, Dallin. The best way to get into a better position is to get the bad thoughts out of my head and to get good ones in there. And uh, it's been a good day, and it's been good hearing you talk about this. Awesome. Well, thank you, and thanks again, everybody listening. What gives you hope at this time? What are you seeing in your personal experience, either in your house or when you leave? Please email me, brian at brianmiller.com. That's B-R-Y-A-N at brianmiller.com. And let me know. We'll talk to you later.